Section two of Child Harold's Pilgrimage by George Gordon Lord Byron. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Canto the Second. One. Come, blue-eyed maid of heaven, but thou, alas, didst never yet one mortal song inspire, goddess of wisdom. Here thy temple was and is, despite of war and wasting fire, and years that bade thy worship to expire but worse than steel and flame and ages slow is the drear sceptre and dominion dire of men who never felt the sacred glow that thoughts of thee and thine on polished breasts bestow two ancient of days august athena where where are thy men of might thy grand in soul gone glimmering through the dream of things that were first in the race that led to glory's goal they won and passed away is this the whole a schoolboy's tale the wonder of an hour the warrior's weapon and the sophist's stole are sought in vain and o'er each mouldering tower dim with the mist of years grey flits the shade of power three son of the morning rise approach you here come but molest not yon defenceless urn look on this spot a nation's sepulchre abode of gods whose shrines no longer burn in gods must yield religions take their turn twas jove's tis mahomet's and other creeds will rise with other years till man shall learn vainly his incense soars his victim bleeds poor child of doubt and death whose hope is built on reeds four bound to the earth he lifts his eyes to heaven is not enough unhappy thing to know thou art is this a boon so kindly given that being thou wouldst be again and go thou knowst not rex'st not to what region so on earth no more but mingled with the skies still wilt thou dream on future joy and woe regard and weigh yon dust before it flies that little urn saith more than thousand homilies five or burst the vanished hero's lofty mound far on the solitary shore he sleeps he fell and falling nations mourned around but now not one of saddening thousands weeps nor warlike worshipper his vigil keeps where demi-gods appeared as records tell remove yon skull from out the scattered heaps is that a temple where a god may dwell why e'en the worm at last disdains her shattered cell six look on its broken arch its ruined wall its chambers desolate and portals foul yes this was once ambition's airy hall the dome of thought the palace of the soul behold through each lack-lustre eyeless hole the gay recess of wisdom and of wit and passion's hosts that never brooked control can all saint sage or sophist ever writ people this lonely tower this tenement refit seven well didst thou speak athena's wisest son all that we know is nothing can be known why should we shrink from what we cannot shun each hath its pang but feeble sufferers groan with brain-born dreams of evil all their own pursue what chance or fate proclaimeth best peace waits us on the shores of acheron there no forced banquet claims the sated guest but silence spreads the couch of ever welcome rest eight yet if as holiest men have deemed there be a land of souls beyond that sable shore to shame the doctrine of the sadducee and sophists madly vain of dubious law 
how sweet it were in concert to adore with those who made our mortal labours light to hear each voice we feared to hear no more behold each mighty shade revealed to sight the bactrian samian sage and all who taught the right nine there thou whose love and life together fled have left me here to love and live in vain twined with my heart and can i deem thee dead when busy memory flashes on my brain well i will dream that we may meet again and woo the vision to my vacant breast if aught of young remembrance then remain be as it may futurity's behest for me twere bliss enough to know thy spirit blest ten here let me sit upon this mossy stone the marble column's yet unshaken base here son of saturn was thy favourite throne mightiest of many such hence let me trace the latent grandeur of thy dwelling-place it may not be nor even can fancy's eye restore what time hath laboured to deface yet these proud pillars claim no passing sigh unmoved the moslem sits the light greek carols by eleven but who of all the plunderers of yon fane on high where pallas lingered loath to flee the latest relic of her ancient reign the last the worst dull spoiler who was he blush caledonia such thy son could be england i joy no child he was of thine thy free-born men should spare what once was free yet they could violate each saddening shrine and bear these altars o'er the long reluctant brine twelve but most the modern picts ignoble boast to rive what goth and turk and time hath spared cold as the crags upon his native coast his mind as barren and his heart as hard is he whose head conceived whose hand prepared ought to displace athena's poor remains her sons too weak the sacred shrine to guard yet felt some portion of their mother's pains and never knew till then the weight of despot's chains Thirteen what shall it e'er be said by british tongue albion was happy in athena's tears though in thy name the slaves her bosom wrung tell not the deed to blushing europe's ears the ocean queen the free britannia bears the last poor plunder from a bleeding land yes she whose generous aid her name endears tore down those remnants with a harpy's hand which envious eld forbore and tyrants left to stand fourteen where was thine aegis palace that appalled stern alaric and havoc on their way where peleus's son whom hell in vain enthralled his shade from hades upon that dread day bursting to light in terrible array what could not pluto spare the chief once more to scare a second robber from his prey idly he wandered on the stygian shore nor now preserved the walls he loved to shield before Fifteen cold is the heart fair greece that looks on thee nor feels as lovers o'er the dust they loved dull is the eye that will not weep to see thy walls defaced thy mouldering shrines removed by british hands which it had best behooved to guard those relics ne'er to be restored cursed be the hour when from their isle they roved and once again thy hapless bosom gored and snatched thy shrinking gods to northern climes aboard Sixteen but where is harold shall i then forget to urge the gloomy wanderer o'er the wave little recked he of all that men regret no loved one now in feigned lament could rave no friend the parting hand extended gave ere the cold stranger passed to other climes 
hard is his heart whom charms may not enslave but harold felt not as in other times and left without a sigh the land of war and crimes seventeen he that has sailed upon the dark blue sea has viewed at times i ween a full fair sight when the fresh breeze is fair as breeze may be the white sails set the gallant frigate tight masts spires and strand retiring to the right the glorious main expanding o'er the bow the convoy spread like wild swans in their flight the dullest sailor wearing bravely now so gaily curl the waves before each dashing prow eighteen and oh the little warlike world within the well-reeved guns the netted canopy the hoarse command the busy humming din when at a word the tops are manned on high hark to the boatswain's call the cheering cry while through the seaman's hand the tackle glides or schoolboy midshipman that standing by strains his shrill pipe as good or ill betides and well the docile crew that skilful urchin guides nineteen white is the glassy deck without a stain where on the watch the staid lieutenant walks look on that part which sacred doth remain for the lone chieftain who majestic stalks silent and feared by all not oft he talks with aught beneath him if he would preserve that strict restraint which broken ever balks conquest and fame but britons rarely swerve from law however stern which tends their strength to nerve twenty blow swiftly blow thou keel compelling gale till the broad sun withdraws his lessening ray then must the pennant bear a slacken sail that lagging barks may make their lazy way ah grievance sore and listless dull delay to waste on sluggish hulks the sweetest breeze what leagues are lost before the dawn of day thus loitering pensive on the willing seas the flapping sails hauled down to halt for logs like these twenty one the moon is up by heaven a lovely eve long streams of light o'er dancing waves expand now lads on shore may sigh and maids believe such be our fate when we return to land meantime some rude arian's restless hand wakes the brisk harmony that sailors love a circle there of merry listeners stand or to some well-known measure featly move thoughtless as if on shore they still were free to rove twenty two through calpe's straits survey the steepy shore europe and Africa on each other gaze lands of the dark-eyed maid and dusky moor alike beheld beneath pale hecate's blaze how softly on the spanish shore she plays disclosing rock and slope and forest brown distinct though darkening with her waning phase but mauritania's giant shadows frown from mountain cliff to coast descending sombre down twenty three tis night when meditation bids us feel we once have loved though love is at an end the heart lone mourner of its baffled zeal though friendless now will dream it had a friend who with the weight of years would wish to bend when youth itself survives young love and joy alas when mingling souls forget to blend death hath but little left him to destroy ah happy years once more who would not be a boy twenty four thus bending o'er the vessel's laving side to gaze on diane's wave-reflected sphere the soul forgets her schemes of hope and pride and flies unconscious o'er each backward year none are so desolate but something dear dearer than self possesses or possessed a thought and claims the homage of a tear 
a flashing pang of which the weary breast would still albeit in vain the heavy heart divest twenty five to sit on rocks to muse o'er flood and fell to slowly trace the forest's shady scene where things that own not man's dominion dwell and mortal foot hath ne'er or rarely been to climb the trackless mountain all unseen with the wild flock that never needs a fold alone o'er steeps and foaming falls to lean this is not solitude tis but to hold converse with nature's charms and view her stores unrolled twenty six but midst the crowd the hum the shock of men to hear to see to feel and to possess and roam along the world's tired denizen with none who bless us none whom we can bless minions of splendour shrinking from distress none that with kindred consciousness endued if we were not would seem to smile the less of all that flattered followed sought and sued this is to be alone this this is solitude twenty seven more blessed the life of godly eremite such as on lonely athos may be seen watching at eve upon the giant height which looks o'er waves so blue skies so serene that he who there at such an hour hath been will wistful linger on that hallowed spot then slowly tear him from the witching scene sigh forth one wish that such had been his lot then turn to hate a world he had almost forgot twenty eight pass we the long unvarying course the track oft trod that never leaves a trace behind pass we the calm the gale the change the tack and each well-known caprice of wave and wind pass we the joys and sorrows sailors find cooped in their winged sea-girt citadel the foul the fair the contrary the kind as breezes rise and fall and billows swell till on some jocund morn lo land and all is well Twenty nine but not in silence pass calypso's isles the sister tenants of the middle deep there for the weary still a haven smiles though the fair goddess long has ceased to weep and o'er her cliffs a fruitless watch to keep for him who dared prefer a mortal bride here too his boy essayed the dreadful leap stern mentor urged from high to yonder tide while thus of both bereft the nymph queen doubly sighed Thirty her reign is past her gentle glory's gone but trust not this to easy youth beware a mortal sovereign holds her dangerous throne and thou mayst find a new calypso there sweet florence could another ever share this wayward loveless heart it would be thine but checked by every tie i may not dare to cast a worthless offering at thy shrine nor ask so dear a breast to feel one pang for mine thirty one thus harold deemed as on that lady's eye he looked and met its beam without a thought save admiration glancing harmless by love kept aloof albeit not far remote who knew his votary often lost and caught but knew him as his worshipper no more and ne'er again the boy his bosom sought since now he vainly urged him to adore well deemed the little god his ancient sway was o'er thirty two fair florence found in sooth with some amaze one who twas said still sighed to all he saw withstand unmoved the lustre of her gaze which others hailed with real or mimic awe their hope their doom their punishment their law all that gay beauty from her bondsman claims and much she marvelled that a youth so raw nor felt nor feigned at least the oft-told flames which though sometimes they frown yet rarely anger dames 
33 little knew she that seeming marble heart now masked by silence or withheld by pride was not unskilful in the spoiler's art and spread its snares licentious far and wide nor from the base pursuit had turned aside as long as aught was worthy to pursue but harold on such arts no more relied and had he doted on those eyes so blue yet never would he join the lover's whining crew thirty four not much he kens i ween of woman's breast who thinks that wanton thing is won by sighs what careth she for hearts when once possessed do proper homage to thine idol's eyes but not too humbly or she will despise thee and thy suit though told in moving tropes disguise e'en tenderness if thou art wise brisk confidence still best with woman copes pique her and soothe in turn soon passion crowns thy hopes thirty five tis an old lesson time approves it true and those who know it best deplore it most when all is won that all desire to woo the paltry prize is hardly worth the cost youth wasted minds degraded honour lost these are thy fruits successful passion these if kindly cruel early hope is crossed still to the last it rankles a disease not to be cured when love itself forgets to please thirty six away nor let me loiter in my song for we have many a mountain path to tread and many a varied shore to sail along by pensive sadness not by fiction led climes fair withal as ever mortal head imagined in its little schemes of thought or e'er in new utopias were read to teach man what he might be or he ought if that corrupted thing could ever such be taught thirty seven dear nature is the kindest mother still though always changing in her aspect mild from her bare bosom let me take my fill her never weaned though not her favoured child oh she is fairest in her features wild where nothing polished dares pollute her path to me by day or night she ever smiled though i have marked her when none other hath and sought her more and more and loved her best in wrath thirty eight land of albania where iskander rose theme of the young and beacon of the wise and he his namesake whose oft baffled foes shrunk from his deeds of chivalrous emprise land of albania let me bend mine eyes on thee thou rugged nurse of savage men the cross descends thy minarets arise and the pale crescent sparkles in the glen through many a cypress grove within each city's ken thirty nine child harold sailed and passed the barren spot where sad penelope o'erlooked the wave and onward viewed the mount not yet forgot the lover's refuge and the lesbian's grave dark sappho could not verse immortal save that breast imbued with such immortal fire could she not live who life eternal gave if life eternal may await the lyre that only heaven to which earth's children may aspire forty twas on a grecian autumn's gentle eve child harold hailed lucadia's cape afar a spot he longed to see nor cared to leave oft did he mark the scenes of vanished war actium lepanto fatal trafalgar mark them unmoved for he would not delight born beneath some remote inglorious star in themes of bloody fray or gallant fight but loathed the bravo's trade and laughed at martial white forty one but when he saw the evening star above lucadia's far projecting rock of woe and hailed the last resort of fruitless love he felt or deemed he felt no common glow 
and as the stately vessel glided slow beneath the shadow of that ancient mount he watched the billow's melancholy flow and sunk albeit in thought as he was wont more placid seemed his eye and smooth his pallid front forty two morn dawns and with its stern albania's hills dark suli's rocks and pindus's inland peak robed half in mist bedewed with snowy rills arrayed in many a dun and purple streak arise and as the clouds along them break disclose the dwelling of the mountaineer here roams the wolf the eagle whets his beak birds beasts of prey and wilder men appear and gathering storms around convulse the closing year forty three now harold felt himself at length alone and bade to christian tongues a long adieu now he adventured on a shore unknown which all admire but many dread to view his breast was armed against fate his wants were few peril he sought not but ne'er shrank to meet the scene was savage but the scene was new this made the ceaseless toil of travel sweet beat back keen winter's blast and welcomed summer's heat forty four here the red cross for still the cross is here though sadly scoffed at by the circumcised forgets that pride to pampered priesthood dear churchmen and votary alike despised foul superstition howsoe'er disguised idol saint virgin prophet crescent cross for whatsoever symbol thou art prized thou sacerdotal gain but general loss who from true worship's gold can separate thy dross forty five ambrasia's gulf behold where once was lost a world for woman lovely harmless thing in yonder rippling bay their naval host did many a roman chief and asian king to doubtful conflict certain slaughter bring look where the second caesar's trophies rose now like the hands that reared them withering imperial anarchs doubling human woes god was thy globe ordained for such to win and lose forty six from the dark barriers of that rugged clime e'en to the centre of illyria's vales child harold passed o'er many a mount sublime through lands scarce noticed in historic tales yet in famed attica such lovely dales are rarely seen nor can fair tempe boast a charm they know not loved parnassus fails though classic ground and consecrated most to match some spots that lurk within this lowering coast forty seven he passed bleak pindus acherusia's lake and left the primal city of the land and onwards did his further journey take to greet albania's chief whose dread command is lawless law for with a bloody hand he sways a nation turbulent and bold yet here and there some daring mountain band disdain his power and from their rocky hold hurl their defiance far nor yield unless to gold forty eight monastic zitza from thy shady brow thou small but favoured spot of holy ground where'er we gaze around above below what rainbow tints what magic charms are found rock river forest mountain all abound and bluest skies that harmonize the whole beneath the distant torrent's rushing sound tells where the volumed cataract doth roll between those hanging rocks that shock yet please the soul forty nine amidst the grove that crowns yon tufted hill which were it not for many a mountain nigh rising in lofty ranks and loftier still might well itself be deemed of dignity the convent's white walls glisten fair on high here dwells the caloyer nor rude is he nor niggard of his cheer 
the passer-by is welcome still nor heedless will he flee from hence if he delight kind nature's sheen to see fifty here in the sultriest season let him rest fresh is the green beneath those aged trees here winds of gentlest wing will fan his breast from heaven itself he may inhale the breeze the plain is far beneath oh let him seize pure pleasure while he can the scorching ray here pierceth not impregnate with disease then let his length the loitering pilgrim lay and gaze untired the morn the noon the eve away fifty one dusky and huge enlarging on the site nature's volcanic amphitheatre chimera's alps extend from left to right beneath a living valley seems to stir flocks play trees wave streams flow the mountain fir nodding above behold black acheron once consecrated to the sepulchre pluto if this be hell i look upon close shamed elysium's gates my shade shall seek for none fifty two no city's towers pollute the lovely view unseen is yanina though not remote veiled by the screen of hills here men are few scanty the hamlet rare the lonely cot but peering down each precipice the goat browseth and pensive o'er his scattered flock the little shepherd in his white capote doth lean his boyish form along the rock or in his cave awaits the tempest's short-lived shock fifty three o oh, where dodona is thine aged grove prophetic fount and oracle divine what valley echoed the response of jove what trace remaineth of the thunderer's shrine all all forgotten and shall man repine that his frail bonds to fleeting life are broke cease fool the fate of gods may well be thine wouldst thou survive the marble or the oak when nations tongues and worlds must sink beneath the stroke fifty four epirus's bounds recede and mountains fail tired of upgazing still the wearied eye reposes gladly on as smooth a vale as ever springy clad in grassy dye e'en on a plain no humble beauties lie where some bold river breaks the long expanse and woods along the banks are waving high whose shadows in the glassy waters dance or with the moonbeam sleep in midnight's solemn trance fifty five the sun had sunk behind vast tomerit the laos wide and fierce came roaring by the shades of wonted night were gathering yet when down the steep banks winding wearily child harold saw like meteors in the sky the glittering minarets of tepalin whose walls o'erlook the stream and drawing nigh he heard the busy hum of warrior men swelling the breeze that sighed along the lengthening glen fifty six he passed the sacred harem's silent tower and underneath the wide o'er-arching gate surveyed the dwelling of this chief of power where all around proclaimed his high estate amidst no common pomp the despot sat while busy preparation shook the court slaves eunuchs soldiers guests and santons wait within a palace and without a fort here men of every clime appear to make resort fifty seven richly caparisoned a ready row of armoured horse and many a warlike store circled the wide extending court below above strange groups adorned the corridor and oft-times through the area's echoing door some high-capped tartar spurred his steed away the turk the greek the albanian and the moor here mingled in their many-hued array while the deep war-drum's sound announced the close of day fifty eight 
the wild albanian kirtled to his knee with shawl-girt head and ornamented gun and gold-embroidered garments fair to see the crimson-scarfed men of macedon the delhi with his cap of terror on and crooked glaive the lively supple greek and swarthy nubia's mutilated son the bearded turk that rarely deigns to speak master of all around too potent to be meek fifty nine are mixed conspicuous some recline in groups scanning the motley scene that varies round there some grave moslem to devotion stoops and some that smoke and some that play are found here the albanian proudly treads the ground half whispering there the greek is heard to prate hark from the mosque the nightly solemn sound the muezzin's call doth shake the minaret there is no god but god to prayer lo god is great sixty just at this season ramazani's fast through the long day its penance did maintain but when the lingering twilight hour was past revel and feast assumed the rule again now all was bustle and the menial train prepared and spread the plenteous board within the vacant gallery now seemed made in vain but from the chambers came the mingling din as page and slave anon were passing out and in sixty one here woman's voice is never heard apart and scarce permitted guarded veiled to move she yields to one her person and her heart tamed to her cage nor feels a wish to rove for not unhappy in her master's love and joyful in a mother's gentlest cares blessed cares all other feelings far above herself more sweetly rears the babe she bears who never quits the breast no meaner passion shares sixty two in marble paved pavilion where a spring of living water from the centre rose whose bubbling did a genial freshness fling and soft voluptuous couches breathed repose ali reclined a man of war and woes yet in his lineaments ye cannot trace while gentleness her milder radiance throws along that aged venerable face the deeds that lurk beneath and stain him with disgrace sixty three it is not that yon hoary lengthening beard ill suits the passions which belong to youth love conquers age so hafiz hath averred so sings the teyan and he sings in sooth but crimes that scorn the tender voice of ruth beseeming all men ill but most the man in years have marked him with a tiger's tooth blood follows blood and through their mortal span in bloodier acts conclude those who with blood began sixty four mid many things most new to ear and eye the pilgrim rested here his weary feet and gazed around on moslem luxury till quickly wearied with that spacious seat of wealth and wantonness the choice retreat of sated grandeur from the city's noise and were it humbler it in sooth were sweet but peace abhorreth artificial joys and pleasure leagued with pomp the zest of both destroys sixty five fierce are albania's children yet they lack not virtues were those virtues more mature where is the foe that ever saw their back who can so well the toil of war endure their native fastnesses not more secure than they in doubtful time of troublous need their wrath how deadly but their friendship sure when gratitude or valour bids them bleed unshaken rushing on where'er their chief may lead sixty six child harold saw them in their chieftain's tower thronging to war in splendour and success 
and after viewed them when within their power himself awhile the victim of distress that saddening hour when bad men hotly oppress but these did shelter him beneath their roof when less barbarians would have cheered him less and fellow-countrymen have stood aloof in aught that tries the heart how few withstand the proof sixty seven it chanced that adverse winds once drove his bark full on the coast of suli's shaggy shore when all around was desolate and dark to land was perilous to sojourn more yet for a while the mariners forbore dubious to trust where treachery might lurk at length they ventured forth though doubting sore that those who loathe alike the frank and turk might once again renew their ancient butcher work sixty eight vain fear the suliotes stretched the welcome hand led them o'er rocks and past the dangerous swamp kinder than polished slaves though not so bland and piled the hearth and wrung their garments damp and filled the bowl and trimmed the cheerful lamp and spread their fare though homely all they had such conduct bears philanthropy's rare stamp to rest the weary and to soothe the sad doth lessen happier men and shames at least the bad sixty nine it came to pass that when he did address himself to quit at length this mountain land combined marauders halfway barred egress and wasted far and near with glaive and brand and therefore did he take a trusty band to traverse arcanania forest wide in war well seasoned and with labours tanned till he did greet white achelous's tide and from his farther bank aetolia's wolds espied seventy where lone utraeci forms its circling cove and weary waves retire to gleam at rest how brown the foliage of the green hills grove nodding at midnight o'er the calm bay's breast as winds come whispering lightly from the west kissing not ruffling the blue deeps serene here harold was received a welcome guest nor did he pass unmoved the gentle scene for many a joy could he from night's soft presence glean seventy one on the smooth shore the night fires brightly blazed the feast was done the red wine circling fast and he that unawares had there he gazed with gaping wonderment had stared aghast for ere night's midmost stillest hour was past the native revels of the troop began each palikar his sabre from him cast and bounding hand in hand man linked to man yelling their uncouth dirge long danced the kirtled clan seventy two child harold at a little distance stood and viewed but not displeased the revelry nor hated harmless mirth however rude in sooth it was no vulgar sight to see their barbarous yet their not indecent glee and as the flames along their faces gleamed their gestures nimble dark eyes flashing free the long wild locks that to their girdles streamed while thus in concert they this lay half sang half screamed tamburgi tamburgi thy larum afar gives hope to the valiant and promise of war all the sons of the mountains arise at the note chimariot illyrian and dark suliot oh who is more brave than a dark suliot to his snowy camise and his shaggy capote to the wolf and the vulture he leaves his wild flock and descends to the plain like the stream from the rock shall the sons of chimari who never forgive the fault of a friend bid an enemy live 
let those guns so unerring such vengeance forego what mark is so fair as the breast of a foe macedonia sends forth her invincible race for a time they abandon the cave and the chase but those scarves of blood red shall be redder before the sabre is sheathed and the battle is o'er then the pirates of parga that dwell by the waves and teach the pale franks what it is to be slaves shall leave on the beach the long galley and oar and track to his covert the captive on shore i ask not the pleasure that riches supply my sabre shall win what the feeble must buy shall win the young bride with her long flowing hair and many a maid from her mother shall tear i love the fair face of the maid in her youth her caresses shall lull me her music shall soothe let her bring from her chamber the many-toned lyre and sing us a song on the fall of her sire remember the moment when previsa fell the shrieks of the conquered the conqueror's yell the roofs that we fired and the plunder we shared the wealthy we slaughtered the lovely we spared i talk not of mercy i talk not of fear he neither must know who would serve the vizier since the days of our prophet the crescent ne'er saw a chief ever glorious like ali pasha dark mukhtar his son to the danube is sped let the yellow-haired jaurs view his horse-tail with dread when his delis come dashing in blood o'er the banks how few shall escape from the muscovite ranks selictar unsheath then our chief scimitar tamburji thy larum gives promise of war ye mountains that see us descend to the shore shall view us as victors or view us no more seventy three fair greece sad relic of departed worth immortal though no more though fallen great who now shall lead thy scattered children forth and long accustomed bondage uncreate not such thy sons who whilom did await the hopeless warriors of a willing doom in bleak thermopylae's sepulchral strait o oh, who that gallant spirit shall resume leap from eurotas's banks and call thee from the tomb seventy four spirit of freedom when on phyle's brow thou satst with thrasybulus and his train couldst thou forebode the dismal hour which now dims the green beauties of thine attic plain not thirty tyrants now enforce the chain but every carl can lord it o'er thy land nor rise thy sons but idly rail in vain trembling beneath the scourge of turkish hand from birth till death enslaved in word indeed unmanned seventy five in all save form alone how changed and who that marks the fire still sparkling in each eye who would but deem their bosom burned anew with thy unquenched beam lost liberty and many dream with all the hour is nigh that gives them back their father's heritage for foreign arms and aid they fondly sigh nor solely dare encounter hostile rage or tear their name defiled from slavery's mournful page seventy six hereditary bondsmen know ye not who would be free themselves must strike the blow by their right arms the conquest must be wrought will gaul or muscovite redress ye no true they may lay your proud despoilers low but not for you will freedom's altars flame shades of the helots triumph for your foe greece change thy lords thy state is still the same thy glorious day is o'er but not thy years of shame seventy seven the city won for allah from the Giaur, the Giaur from otman's race again may rest 
and the serai's impenetrable tower receive the fiery frank her former guest or wahab's rebel brood who dared divest the prophet's tomb of all its pious spoil may wind their path of blood along the west but ne'er will freedom seek this fated soil but slave succeed to slave through years of endless toil seventy eight yet mark their mirth ere lenten days begin that penance which their holy rites prepare to shrive from man his weight of mortal sin by daily abstinence and nightly prayer but ere his sackcloth garb repentance wear some days of joyance are decreed to all to take of pleasance each his secret share in motley robe to dance at masking ball and join the mimic train of merry carnival seventy nine and who's more rife with merriment than thine o stambul once the empress of their reign though turbans now pollute sophia's shrine and grease her very altar's eyes in vain alas her woes will still pervade my strain gay were her minstrels once for free her throng all felt the common joy they now must feign nor oft i've seen such sight nor heard such song as wooed the eye and thrilled the bosphorus along eighty loud was the lightsome tumult on the shore oft music changed but never ceased her tone and timely echoed back the measured oar and rippling waters made a pleasant moan the queen of tides on high consenting shone and when a transient breeze swept o'er the wave twas as if darting from her heavenly throne a brighter glance her form reflected gave till sparkling billows seemed to light the banks they lave eighty one glanced many a light caique along the foam danced on the shore the daughters of the land no thought had man or maid of rest or home while many a languid eye and thrilling hand exchanged the look few bosoms may withstand or gently pressed returned the pressure still o love young love bound in thy rosy band let sage or cynic prattle as he will these hours and only these redeemed life's years of ill eighty two but midst the throng in merry masquerade lurk there no hearts that throb with secret pain e'en through the closest searment half betrayed to such the gentle murmurs of the main seem to re-echo all they mourn in vain to such the gladness of the gamesome crowd is source of wayward thought and stern disdain how do they loathe the laughter idly loud and long to change the robe of revel for the shroud eighty three this must he feel the true-born son of greece if greece one true-born patriot can boast not such as prate of war but skulking peace the bondsman's peace who sighs for all he lost yet with smooth smile his tyrant can accost and wield the slavish sickle not the sword ah greece they love thee least who owe thee most their birth their blood and that sublime record of hero sires who shame thy now degenerate horde eighty four when riseth lacedaemon's hardihood when thebes epaminondas rears again when athens children are with hearts endued when grecian mothers shall give birth to men then mayst thou be restored but not till then a thousand years scarce serve to form a state an hour may lay it in the dust and when can man its shattered splendour renovate recall its virtues back and vanquish time and fate eighty five and yet how lovely in thine age of woe land of lost gods and godlike men art thou thy vales of evergreen thy hills of snow proclaim thee nature's varied favourite now 
thy fanes thy temples to the surface bow commingling slowly with heroic earth broke by the share of every rustic plough so perish monuments of mortal birth so perish all in turn save well-recorded worth eighty six save where some solitary column mourns above its prostrate brethren of the cave save where tritonia's airy shrine adorns colonna's cliff and gleams along the wave save o'er some warrior's half-forgotten grave where the grey stones and unmolested grass ages but not oblivion feebly brave while strangers only not regardless pass lingering like me perchance to gaze and sigh alas eighty seven yet are thy skies as blue thy crags as wild sweet are thy groves and verdant are thy fields thine olives ripe as when minerva smiled and still his honeyed wealth hymettus yields there the blithe bee his fragrant fortress builds the free-born wanderer of thy mountain air apollo still thy long long summer gilds still in his beam mendeli's marbles glare art glory freedom fail but nature still is fair eighty eight where'er we tread tis haunted holy ground no earth of thine is lost in vulgar mould but one vast realm of wonder spreads around and all the muses tales seem truly told till the sense aches with gazing to behold the scenes our earliest dreams have dwelt upon each hill and dale each deepening glen and wold defies the power which crushed thy temples gone age shakes athena's tower but spares grey marathon eighty nine the sun the soil but not the slave the same unchanged in all except its foreign lord preserves alike its bounds and boundless fame the battlefield where persia's victim horde first bowed beneath the brunt of hellas's sword as on the morn to distant glory dear when marathon became a magic word which uttered to the hearer's eye appear the camp the host the fight the conqueror's career ninety the flying mead his shaftless broken bow the fiery greek his red pursuing spear mountains above earth's ocean's plain below death in the front destruction in the rear such was the scene what now remaineth here what sacred trophy marks the hallowed ground recording freedom's smile and asia's tear the rifled urn the violated mound the dust thy courser's hoof rude stranger spurns around ninety one yet to the remnants of thy splendour past shall pilgrims pensive but unwearied throng long shall the voyager with thy ionian blast hail the bright clime of battle and of song long shall thine annals and immortal tongue fill with thy fame the youth of many a shore boast of the aged lesson of the young which sages venerate and bards adore as pallas and the muse unveil their awful lore ninety two the parted bosom clings to wonted home if aught that's kindred cheer the welcome hearth he that is lonely hither let him roam and gaze complacent on congenial earth greece is no lightsome land of social mirth but he whom sadness soothe'th may abide and scarce regret the region of his birth when wandering slow by delphi's sacred side or gazing o'er the plains where greek and persian died ninety three let such approach this consecrated land and pass in peace along the magic waste but spare its relics let no busy hand deface the scenes already how defaced not for such purpose were these altars placed 
revere the remnants nations once revered so may our country's name be undisgraced so mayst thou prosper where thy youth was reared by every honest joy of love and life endeared ninety four for thee who thus in too protracted song hath soothed thine idless with inglorious lays soon shall thy voice be lost amid the throng of louder minstrels in these later days to such resign the strife for fading bays ill may such contest now the spirit move which heeds nor keen reproach nor partial praise since cold each kinder heart that might approve and none are left to please where none are left to love ninety five thou too art gone thou loved and lovely one whom youth and youth's affections bound to me who did for me what none beside have done nor shrank from one albeit unworthy thee what is my being thou hast ceased to be nor stayed to welcome here thy wanderer home who mourns o'er hours which we no more shall see would they had never been or were to come would he had ne'er returned to find fresh cause to roam ninety six o oh, ever loving lovely and beloved how selfish sorrow ponders on the past and clings to thoughts now better far removed but time shall tear thy shadow from me last all thou couldst have of mine stern death thou hast the parent friend and now the more than friend ne'er yet for one thine arrows flew so fast and grief with grief continuing still to blend hath snatched the little joy that life had yet to lend ninety seven then must i plunge again into the crowd and follow all that peace disdains to seek where revel calls and laughter vainly loud false to the heart distorts the hollow cheek to leave the flagging spirit doubly weak still o'er the features which perforce they cheer to feign the pleasure or conceal the peak smiles form the channel of a future tear or raise the writhing lip with ill-dissembled sneer ninety eight what is the worst of woes that wait on age what stamps the wrinkle deeper on the brow to view each loved one blotted from life's page and be alone on earth as i am now before the chastener humbly let me bow o'er hearts divided and o'er hopes destroyed roll on vain days full reckless may ye flow since time hath reft whate'er my soul enjoyed and with the ills of eld mine earlier years alloyed end of canto the second